Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Good afternoon, everyone. Today is November 23rd, 2015, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone in advance. And I hope that you enjoy yourselves, get plentiful off of every bit of the food on the table, but the main factor is to be thankful for that special day and practically be thankful for every day, not just in commemoration for Thanksgiving, but to be thankful every day because that's what it's all about because it only takes just a second to be gone like that. You already watch the news, car accidents, shootings. It's just increasing more and more this year. I think this year is more, it's worse than last year, basically. But we're going to keep it bright here on my show because that's what we do. We keep it bright with Technicia. And I am your host, Technicia. I hear with me today is Sorantos. He is a singer in the making, baby. He has been doing this thing since 2014, dropping albums like it's hot, like it's hot, like pancakes, honey. I'm telling you, his music is off the charts, baby. And every year, he's every week, every month, every day, he's dropping something. And that's what he said he's going to do something every day. And you know what What I like about him? Because that that just comes to show you, um, and I always talk about it more often now on my show about my affirmations. And one of my affirmations is, every day I get better in every new way. And you should. Every day you should want to change something new. Even, like I told my children, even if it's learning multiplication, even if it's learning science, um, learning this new job, or changing your hair, or having a, a, a nose piercing, you know, every day it should be something new to improve yourself. Positively, not negatively, but that's what I think I admire the most about him because he's changed himself for the better. He's not um, staying on the same road, and that's what makes a great person, a great singer, a great anyone. When you want to improve mentally, physically, up here, it takes a lot. So I hope that you get as much inspiration as I have off just being glad to have him on, reading his biography, getting to know him better. Please do call in at 347-426-3751 today. Sorrentos, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Oh, Tignesha, thank you for having me, and I'm really flattered and humbled to hear your introduction. Yes, I love that about you because when I was reading your biography, I think today is Tuesday, so you have something to do today with a video and I was noticing every day you have something different. And that's what my affirmations, we go over affirmations online every morning, and it says that every day I get better in every new way. And that's that's life. Even my manager said that. Every day, change. Do something different. It only helps you to grow. And that's the message today. Let's grow, everyone. So, Sorrentos, how are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you today? 
I'm doing wonderful. I know that is right. So where are you as we speak? I'm in Chicago, Chicago, Illinois, uh, among the snow. <laughs> ah, oh, we haven't got any snow yet. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, so no snow. Um, temperature's dropping a little, but um, not too bad. But eventually it's going to come out and smack us in our face sooner sooner or later. Um, well, again, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Um, talk to me about this new singer that you have out and what is to, to be expected on your new album. So what I do, which you alluded to, is every single month I drop a new song, a new music video, a new book chapter, and there's a different charity associated with each one uh, that I try to donate money to. So this month, since it was November and it was Veterans Day, the song that came out this month was called The Veteran. And it's basically a single about, you know, what I thought from a first-person point of view. Um, I think the veterans are very underappreciated. Um, whether we agree or not with a certain war or with a certain branch of the military, right. there's, there's no question that these people go out there willing to die for us. And I think that's really what the song is about, the sacrifice that they make, whether we appreciate it or not. Um, when they're out there um, or when they come back to this country and they suffer from like post-traumatic stress disorder or trying to get back to a normal life. And that's really what the song's about. Right, and I do agree with you. Um, regardless if if we don't like a certain war, the fact of the matter is that these people struggle and sacrifice their lives to fight in this war. And you hear a lot of people say that, oh, but that's their problem that they did this. No, don't think like that. Don't don't do that because that could be one of your loved ones. Are you thinking the same way too? Oh, that's your business. You went over there and got shot. No, no, they're still doing a call. So let's respect that. The same way with this um debate going on about Paris and Kenya, who flag you should represent. To me, it shouldn't be about race by the end of the day, but I know it is. It's always going to boil down to that regardless of the situation. But let's think of it like this. There's still people, so there are people who lost their lives. They didn't deserve it. So that's how I think of it. I don't know about anybody else, but I mean, I'm just being logical and and reasonable about it, and it's sad that some people don't think like that. Now, um, so I, I'm glad you um, explained that to us. So you have your own label? I do not. So I am not okay. with a label. I am not a label. I'm just doing it completely by myself, and I'm just trying to, like I said, uh, release music to the world. That's really all I'm trying to do. Well, to, to be honest, I think you're proving that, Sam. You're showing them that this is what you could do. you putting all your hands on in. Now, we know you as a talented songwriter, but do you play any musical instruments? I don't. My answer to that is that I'm not an instrumentalist. You know, I can sit and screw around on the computer where you can take your time and pretend you play the keyboard and the guitar and everything, but you will not see me in concert performing an instrument. You might see me bang on a drum or play a little air guitar, but you're not going to see me performing an instrument. I'm going to leave that to the people that are infinitely more talented <laughs> at that than I am. <laughs> Why? You said, no, you're not going to catch me. I know, that. I know that's right. At least you've been honest. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, I hope I can get you to sing just a little bit of your song to us before this interview is over, but... um. 
Are there any collaborations that you are working on or producing to speak of? I'm open to collaborating with anybody, uh, whether they're famous or not, and I kind of always put that out there. But most of the collaborations um, are work for hires. You know, if I need, like, backup female vocals on a certain song, um, again, when you're a solo artist, that means you have to pay everybody to do anything that you want, whether it's, um, you know, change your digital um, drums to, like, live drums or add some – because otherwise, if they just hear me all the time, they'd get kind of bored of that. So, um, again, I'm open to collaborating with anybody. Okay. Awesome. Um, now, so Sorrentos, you, um, this is a unique name. So, where does Sorrentos come from? My name basically comes, uh, my name in, in English is Sam, and Sorrentos is, since I'm Greek, it's the Greek version of Sam. So, that was uh, oh. how I came up with that. Oh, Okay. I like that though. It's, it's it's different. It sure is. I love it because I was like Sorrentos. Okay, yeah, got a little swing to it. Sure does. Now, how would you do? How how do you go about describing your sound? I think the best way to describe it is it's '80s rock mixed with today's modern pop and rock music. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking about back with the 80s, rock and roll and everything, yeah, and everything has changed. And pop music, yeah, okay. Um, so throughout your day-to-day, what, what inspires you to make music? I can be inspired uh, by almost anything, you know, whether I'm working out, whether I'm going for a walk, whether I'm shoveling snow. There is just always something that, just a trigger word or a song I'm hearing or a phrase or a TV show that I'm watching was just trigger for me to just write a song about it. And I like to experiment. You know, I don't like to write the same type of stuff over and over. So if you look at some of the songs I put out, you know, Child's Mind, it's about, you know, what things were like when you were a kid. Uh, when you look at What If I Never See You Again, that was obviously about my father passing away and me thinking, hey, what if I never see him again? Um, the veteran. So, you know, it's not, I know a lot of people get stuck in the same old type of songs, you know, I'm in love, I broke up, and that's pretty much it. But I like to really push the boundaries, and I like to explore all parts of my soul and put myself in all sorts of situations and write a song about it. Ryan, I'm sorry for the passing of your father. I know that had to touch you in so many ways. I lost my father when I was seven, so I know I can really be on that same page with you. It's nothing like losing a parent. You know, they always say, oh, your mother hurts. Either way, it hurts both ways, whichever parent you lose. And I'm, my heart goes out to you um, so much. And for you to just remain strong through it all, you know, that's a, that's a struggle in itself. And that's all we can do, um, you know, take it day by day and just try to be positive. Right. Now, when it comes when it comes to music, who would you say are some of your influences? I'm very influenced by the '80s. So everybody from Michael Jackson to Survivor to Def Leppard, um, I love all those bands. You know, Whitney Houston, and even a lot of the modern artists, even Justin Bieber, uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> I draw inspiration from a wide variety of sources and. One of the things I think the fans that come on this journey with me are going to realize is 
I purposely don't use the same guitar and the same sound on every song because, number one, I get bored of things easily, and I don't want them to get bored of my music or my sound. I don't want them to say, oh, here's another Serato song, and it all sounds like the same. You know, I, I don't want that. Why? You don't want to sound the same every time. And who does? That's so boring. It is. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, you don't, you don't have nothing else. Oh, but um, I had to laugh. I had to laugh a little bit because I do, I, and I know it's probably not that funny, but you know it came out of nowhere. Just naming the other artists, so it was pretty funny. But I, I listen to Justin Bieber too. I think he's all right. He's got a little something. I mean, he acts up every now and then. He got to stop that foolishness and get yeah. together and stop acting like <laughs> a baby all the time. But uh, next, absolutely. Right, he won't act like a baby, old little snot baby, too. Grow up, Justin. Stop acting childish now. You can't have your way all the time. Spoil. Boy, I tell you, you feed these children with a silver spoon and they act spoiled. That's why, I, honey, I don't treat mom with no silver spoon. You work for yours. Work for it. You need it, you work for it. You, I told him, I told him, when you get older, you get 16, you get a job. <laughs> you do, you go get a job. So let me ask now, you name some of your influences. What in particular influences with, with these voices? I didn't hear it. You said what What particular influences? Um, I didn't hear the last part of that. Uh, I was saying now, you named some of your influences, but what in particular influences with these voices? So, again, each artist is different. So when I think of, like, Michael Jackson, for example, I think mm-hmm. of such a creative person and what he brought to the performance element from his dancing, from his, you know... Um, his his innuendos, the things that he sings about, and particularly what he did with music videos. You know, if I ever make it, I would love to make all my music videos like a little short movie, like he did with Thriller. So, again, each artist, I think I'm inspired by something different from each of them, and I can't give you like and say, oh, I love all their lyrics. No, it's, it's something different for everybody. So when I think of Michael, that's what I think about. Um, when I think about a band like Def Leppard, for example, they're, you know, soft rock, a little bit hard rock. I think of, you know, again, their performance, uh, what Mr. Elliott does with the microphone. And I think how they kind of made it, it was a little bit pop rock. You know, it was something that hit the charts, which no one had really ever done for that kind of rock uh, music. So everyone's a little bit different. So I don't have a standard cookie cutter answer for everybody, but there's something that fascinates me about each of those artists. Exactly, because I think most of the time you will hear most of the people say their inspiration comes from Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson. I mean, to me, some uh, they are the reason why so many artists um, found is the way it is. You know, these people create a paved way um, for you to get to the level that you really need to be at. And Michael Jackson, wow, to get that known, that where everybody in the country knows you, that's, that's powerful to me. Not powerful as God, but that is some strong intimidation. Like, wow, I, I don't think I can even match up to that. You know, yeah. um, or Serratos. <laughs> when did you know you wanted to become a singer? Oh, I knew it from as early as I could remember, but... My problem, which I think a lot of maybe your listeners fall into, is we all fall into this trap of, oh, I'm not good enough. 
oh, my voice right, sucks, right. you know, I can't, I can't do it. And my parents always encouraged, you know, singing, dancing, listening to music, but no one ever took me by the, you know, no one ever took me and shook me and said, listen, go for it. If it's something you really want to do, I see you downstairs practicing, you know, doing karaoke, doing whatever in the privacy of your own home. You can do this, practice, get lessons, do something. And it was just always on the back burner, honestly, until uh, two and a half years ago when I decided, hey, you know, my dad passed away and I'm going to do this and I want to give it the best shot. And the one thing that I tried to do is I'm releasing things as they are. So if you listen to some of the first song, the second song, versus what's come out this year, versus what's going to come out next year, people can clearly see that my range is better, my phrasing is better, the way that I sing is better, but it's a process. It's something that, um, you know, I, I didn't want to fake. I didn't want people to be like, oh, look, you know, I could be like everybody else. I could release a CD every three years and only put out two music videos. But I decided this is really the unfolding of my story. And this is how I want it to be told. I want it to be real. I'm not going to hit every note. I'm not going to hit every... But again, I'm doing the best that I can. And I think people that are following my journey are going to get a sense for that. And they're going to appreciate it because it's different. You know, not everybody... You know, you look now and they talk about robotic music. Everything sounds perfect. Everything is tuned perfect. Every guitar and drum. I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that with my music, whether it's on the radio or not. And I don't want to do that with my live performances. Right, and it does. You are so right about that. Everything sounds so robotic. Everybody sounds the same because to me now, artists want to get the quick dollar. Yeah, absolutely. No one and wants to work for it no more. Well, they don't want to put out something truly unique or human. They want to put out something that is what everybody wants. And I don't want to do that. Exactly. And I, like I said, I think you wow on people now, especially when you first dropped your album in 2014 and you and you remain consistent to this time on up. That, to me, is great. And I think you're going to probably one of the greatest singing voices of all time when it gets to that point. Because you're already in that path now. Uh, you know, thank you. And, and again, I don't consider myself every day I think about how can I get better with my lyrics, with my voice, with my music. And um, that, that's what I do. I'm never going to be complacent. Did you have any uh, family members that were in music as well? I did not. No, I did not. My parents, again, both worked in a restaurant, and my father worked like a dog. And my sister, who's a year younger than me, did not ever pursue, you know, like me. She would always, like, sing and listen to music, but uh, she's not pursued it. And I think she's kind of, uh, initially, she was a little, you know, kind of like, wow, you're really going to do this. And as she's seen the time and dedication and effort I put into it, she supports me now. She's like, wow, it's it's almost like it's so cool that you're doing this because part of hers wanted to do it. You know, she's always wanted to write a book. And now this week comes out my second book. So she, you know, and, and that's kind of how friends and family have treated it. On the, in the beginning, they were kind of like, I can't believe you're doing it. And then as you keep doing it and you, they see you're not going to quit because you're going to become an overnight sensation, they almost respect you more for it. And now they're at the point where they understand it's just in my in my soul. And they realize I'm never going to stop. 
Exactly. You know, I was thinking about the fact that when you said you wish they would have shook you and pushed you more, my mother probably was the same way, too, when it came to communication. I didn't get pushed to become that news anchor. It's like you have to keep pushing yourself. And today I'm still doing to push myself so I can really get out there. But, you know, you're – but it was so funny because you would think that everybody, parents, did music when when you go into singing and all that. Yeah, but I also think there's a little bit of a bias against artists of all sorts because, right. you know, if people want to paint, if they want to sing, I mean, imagine in high school and college, right, you're, whether it's your parent or whether it's most people, if they dare tell someone they want to be an actress or they want to paint or sing or be in a rock band, the first response is, okay, what are you going to really do? And, you know, it's people don't realize it's an art form and it's why can't that be your career choice. It should be. And you know, I I was reading that you actually start writing songs in at the age of four, and I mean something like that. I wouldn't even imagine at the age of four to even write. I don't even know what I was probably doing at the age of four. <laughs> I think yeah, I started writing as early as I could like say a word or write anything down. And I think probably fourth grade is when they made sense, you know, where I could actually truly say, and I look back on it and I've looked back on some of the songs I've written. And again, they're very basic and very, but I've always loved writing songs always. Right. And and starting out and actually getting into the recording and the music industry, what was that like for you? It was an interesting challenge because when you're going into something blind and you have no family members, no friends, you have absolutely no contacts and you're not 18, it is a very interesting contrast in the real world. So unfortunately, like the rest of my life, I've made plenty of mistakes. I have spent money on people for things that ended up not panning out. And I think I, I, in retrospect, I understand what musicians are going through. People promise you, oh, this will get on the radio, or this will get this, or and you pay 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 500 bucks, whatever it is, and it ends up going nowhere. So I've kind of learned that most of the industry is complete BS, and people that tell you and promise you things, the vast majority are not going to deliver. If I dare say almost all of them won't deliver. And I think you know, year one, year two, you start to realize, hey, this is one person I can trust. And that's how it is. Every year you might pick up one person you can trust. And that's why it takes five to 10 years to make it. You know, all these overnight sensations are not overnight. They work five to 10 years to make it. Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. I guess that would bring me to the next question. And uh, how do you stay so consistent? It's really hard. Um, again, you know, most people put out a CD every three years. And when you're putting out a song every month, a video every month, a book chapter, it's a lot of work. And it probably takes 40, 50 hours a week at least. I can tell you my very first music video I put out, Not Where I Want to Be, I edited that thing uh probably about 100 hours. 
So I've I've kind of learned to let things go a little bit, and I've learned that right. you you just aren't going to make everyone happy. If I can sit there and explain to you why I did what I did in a song or in a video and the double and triple meaning behind it, some people get it, some people don't, and at the end of the day, they're gonna, you know, you'll you put your heart and soul into it, and someone listens to two minutes of your song or watches a minute of your video and doesn't even see the rest of it to see the cool twist at the end, and you just can't. I try not to let that influence me. I try to think of the super fan and people who are going to want to read the paragraph about why I did this song and, you know, read the quote in the beginning of the music video and say, oh, that's cool, I get that, why it relates to this song. And that's all you can do. You can only control what you can control and you do part of it for yourself and part of it for the fans and part of it hoping that people come aboard the train and eventually you'll be big enough where you can really make a difference in the world with charity and with your song. Right. And also you got to find that passion. And, and it's, if it's not music for most, that's cool. But because as we said before, some people just want to be famous. And that's okay too. But you can't expect to stay green forever. It's going to be a cloudy day. You're going to have your bad days and, and it's not going to always be, a easy road to just conquer. Um, what aspect of making music really excites you the most right now, Sam? I think it's really exciting to me when people send me an email or they put a post on Facebook or Twitter, and it could be 2 in the morning. It could be, you know, when you're kind of like, why am I doing this? Really, I'm like banging my head against the wall. No one's listening to this or watching this. And you kind of get a little dejected, and all of a sudden, I just perk up when someone tells me that this song made their day or reminded them of their mom or reminded them, and it really makes me realize that I only need to make a difference to one person a week. And that's kind of, that was my goal, and then it moved up to once a day. So I, I cherish that interaction, and it's real. And nobody can take that away from you. Mm-mm. They sure can't. They can't take what's already instilled in you. You said that just the right way. They cannot take what's already instilled in you. People always are, oh, you stole my joy. How they stole your joy? Ain't nobody take nothing away from you unless you're giving it to them. You can't take my joy away. And I tell, I tell guests all the time because I'm a server at the Marriott, and I let them know you can't take what I'm not going to give you. You might can kill me, but you can't take my soul or my spirit, basically. Um, now, let's get to the other side of it. What aspect of the music part really discourages you? I think probably the biggest thing that discourages me is not having the marketing support that a big label or an important manager or any of these contacts provide. So at this point, I still have no manager, no ad agency, no label, and it's just me. So I do what I want, when I want it, but also it really does take connections and contacts and money to take you to the next level. So that, um, you know, that does discourage me sometimes. Well, that's that's one thing about life, Sam. You just got to keep treasuring on, and that's what you're doing. Keep treasuring on. You don't let nothing hold you back because the minute that you appear weak, 
that's when somebody come on snatch you up. But trust believe me, you just keep going. Somebody going to get on your same level with you, Sam. You just stay prayed up and keep hoping for it. Even say it like you already said as if it's already done. Claim it. You're going to get you a mountain. Somebody going to appear for Sam because look how long you've been doing it. And you've been doing it on your own. Somebody going to eventually come along, and they're going to be the right person for you to really connect with you because I'm, I'm hoping for that for you, that they will do that. Um, Sam, you also, you've been working on a book. Let's talk a little bit about that. How did this come about? So when I thought a little bit, uh, probably after a couple of songs last year, I was trying to think of what else to do to people. You know, I I used to do a funny video of the month, and they'd vote on it and submit things. And when I kind of thought about it, again, I thought, in a song, I'm limited to what words I can use and how many of them I can use. And I thought a book chapter would be really cool. You know, not only am I differentiating myself from the other artists out there by putting out something every month and a video every month, I thought, how cool would it be to take each song and make it, I love fiction fantasies. I said, what if I release a book chapter every month? And at the end of the year in November, when I put out a CD, I also released the book. And that's kind of how it evolved. And then, again, the first trilogy is basically about Sorantos. And it's, uh, you know, it involves vampires. It involves a lot of cool stuff and stories. And I think the book this year is significantly better than last year. But last year's book got a lot of very good reviews. And so I look at it in two ways. One, I look at it as, I don't think any musician has ever done this, anything like this, no. a book. And the second thing is they've never written a book where each chapter is based on the song, which makes it even more challenging. And again, I'm trying to be unique and creative and different. And I think I'm achieving my goal. But at the end of the day, all I can do is put it out there and see what the world thinks of it. Right, and I don't think I, I know, thinking back, I don't think I would call an uh, artist doing what you have done. Even if they have written a book, it's not, it's never been done that way, taking your songs and actually incorporating them into a book. That's amazing. And you said trilogy. Are we expecting um, another future book to come on out? Yeah, yeah. Next year, it's going to be the same thing, new new book chapter, new song, new video every month. And I think next year will be the the third book of the trilogy. And then I think I'm going to pick a whole new storyline. So, you know, I've always been a Star Wars nut. I've always been a nut for Indiana Jones. So I'm thinking, I'm toying with the idea of the next trilogy being a space theme or, you know, an archaeologist kind of theme. Because, again, I, I just thought that'd be cool to do. Oh, yeah, Star Wars been a really talked about show um, lately. They've been talking about it on ABC, so I get I, I haven't really got all the details, but I'm assuming that we'll probably send a marathon on it or something because it's been talked about. I've never really got into Star Wars. Now, some like Harry Potter, yeah. Um, the Hobbit, I have not watched all the episodes of it. no. And, I mean, I used to watch Star Trek, Star Trek a little bit. Um, but I'm really not a Trekkie fan. But, you know, whoever is, I don't knock you. Stuff like probably Witches and Magic, yeah, I'll watch that all day. 
Yeah, so I guess <laughs> each of us have our own. We each have our own little kid inspiration in us. <laughs> we do. Yep. Um, so what is next for you, Sam? I think the next thing for me in terms of this week is the new book is coming out. And I'm also releasing a surprise CD, which is all solo instrumentals, 14 of them. And then after that, I think next year, my my huge goal is to try to finalize my band so I can do more live performances. Um, and that really is, was, to me, one of the more discouraging things of 2015 is, you know, I did Toronto Music Festival the year before that, and I thought it'd be easier. But it's hard to get people that um, you can rely on you know, a guitarist, a drummer, uh, to, to do gigs with you because you got to pay them to rehearse, you got to pay them to do gigs, and then if they back out last minute, you know, I'm the one who looks like an idiot. So you got to be really careful, and um, that's really what I want to do. Well, hey, if that's what you want, if that's what you want, then you already, you already achieving that. I'm telling you, Sam, I can see it now for you, baby. You gonna get there. Um, now. Just getting back, just getting back to your music. Is there a particular song or a musical passage that never fails to move you emotionally? One of my songs, or another a different song? Um, a different song. I would say, you know, "Survivor," "Eye of the Tiger." That really uh, always gets me going. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. And then "Journey," "Don't Stop Believing." Uh, both of the songs are very special to me. Now, um, now we talked about all all your upcomings and everything. Is there in your future? Is there a family, or are you just waiting on that part for yourself? Duh. Yeah, I'm just trying to get the music thing going, uh, and then right. I figure everything else will take care of itself. I know that's right, because there's so much. I mean, you got plenty of time to do that. So, yeah, I do not blame you um, at all. Well, you know, I like I said earlier, Sam, I thankfully appreciate your time and you sharing your many talents with the world. And we and I am truly looking forward to so much from you, and I hope I'll be able to get a part two from you when you come out with more music and stay in touch. I wish you all the best with, with your singing, your album, and your book. Absolutely. I'll definitely email you the new song each month, and I'd be happy to be on again anytime. Oh, yes, and you definitely make sure you stay in touch with me and let me know how you're doing and what you're doing. Absolutely, and then I want to thank your fans for listening today also, and again, I encourage them to check out the website. It's www.melogia.com. They can download all the songs for free, the book chapters, and they can sign up for my email list. They'll get all the inside information before everybody else. Oh, and they can also find you on Twitter and Instagram if you don't mind giving those, um, giving that information as well too, Sam. Sure. Sure. Yeah, they can, if they just, uh, again, on my website, there's links to Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, but if they're not sure, if they just go to those platforms and search for Sorrentos, I'll pop up number one, and they can follow me and uh, message me anytime. Well, well, thank you. We we appreciate this. God bless you, and again, we appreciate your time, and happy Thanksgiving to you. 
Thank you. You too, and thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You are so welcome. Okay, and have a great Tuesday. day. Have a good Thanksgiving. You too, Sam. And the truth okay, of the day you. for my friend Mary, you're welcome, baby. And the truth of the day for my friend Mary Ellen is this. You can help others today by drawing upon your inner well of compassion. Because that's what I felt today, compassion. That's why I told Sam, somebody out there is going to help him. Trust believe me, just just wait and he will see. Compassion enables you to look non-judgmentally upon the lives of those less fortunate. There is no shame in need of help. All of us have at one time or another. You have the ability to express sympathy as well as empathy in the form of action. Examine the numerous blessings you enjoy and think of ways you might use your talents to aid others. Today, strive to do all you can to ensure someone else's basic needs are met. Enjoy the day, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving to you. I'll see you next time on the Bright Side with Technicia. God loves you, and so do I. Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technicia. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com. 